0: But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide.
1: It's the dismal tide.
2: Hello everybody. Well, welcome back. Oh, fucking stuttered, <laughs> fucked up. This is stupid. Why do I always have to do the fucking introduction? Welcome back you to the dis. Shut up, Mike. I'm doing the an hose. introduction. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Now the guest is in here. I didn't even say his name. You see what you did, Mike? Why do I always do these? Welcome back to the Dismal Tide. I'm sorry, everyone. I don't know how to do introductions. I'll figure it out someday. Until then, I'll keep apologizing about it um as you heard you laughing could've. in the back oh my god mike i swear to god if you step what away, you could
1: have done if you step is, away if, yet one more time if you just if you had just hit the record button when i told you to and we could have just started it could have eased in with that like oh man we're we're here in the, that green room talk we're here in this backstage conversation where <laughs> where all the boys sit and talk about holy motors <laughs> instead you put yourself in a situation in an unwinnable situation it's only unwinnable because you're Eric here. Look at you now.
2: It's hands, only unwinnable face because in of your you. Hands. You are what makes this unwinnable. It's you. Uh, that said, Dan uh, of Bang Local Dads, well, welcome back to, to Thank the you. Tide. Thank uh, you, boys.
3: Yeah, how are you? How's it been? How I'm great. Been? I know from working on my podcast, you know, intros are really hard, especially when your co-hosts are um, really eager to get in, get in, and get dirty. You know, The people are ready to to do the discourse. Um, so I'm well, doing great. At the end of the day,
2: as uh, a great philosopher once said, uh, Mike's weakness is that he cares too much.
4: My weakness is that I care too much. And, my-
2: and I'm not sure who said that it might've been Sartre. could be anybody really
1: <laughs> Sartre. Uh, Sart. it was, uh, it, it was the, uh, Great philosopher from 20 years ago, uh, Jacoby Shattucks, uh, aka Kobe Dick of uh, of Papa Roach.
2: Oh, Papa Roach, that's yes, right. Of course, scars Papa remind
1: Roach. us that our past is real. Mm-hmm. Mm.
3: Ah, so, how was uh, how's everybody's Super Bowl weekend? Uh, yeah, I can go first. I, I'm gonna be this is so exciting for me to come on to my favorite sports podcast. To... The only
2: sports podcast in the Midwest, as I understand it.
3: Yes. Yeah, this is the only <laughs> one we get out here, especially since it's been so snowy. The reception's bad. Uh, yeah, bad Wi-Fi. Um, I can admit, very, I'm very comfortable in this. You didn't watch it. I did not watch Hell a yeah. single second of any Super Bowl cover. I didn't watch a single second of an advertisement, of any of the advertisements <sighs> that came online. I didn't watch a single second of uh post game i saw grink at disney world uh, grink. but uh I, even that even Ravu. that i averted my <laughs> even, <Grink>. that, <laughs> even that i averted my eyes from i i tried and i i think i succeeded uh avoiding the whole thing completely so i'm wow. glad i got to come on super bowl week <laughs> how does I'm it feel
2: to be like like well adjusted? How does it feel to be like like a living a normal life?
3: Yeah, I just – I was thinking about it, and I knew that, you know, it's, it was in Florida, and they had crowd and stuff, and I just knew that I was going to get, like, pissed while I was watching it. And not just I, – I think I get pissed while I watch football normally, you know, because it's just like – it's that kind of game, you know. It's an aggressive game. And it Your emotion can run high even if you don't give a shit about the other team, you know. But I, I knew that – Plus, the crowd stuff was just going to drive me up a fucking wall. And the advertisements on top of that, I knew they were going to be bad. And the whole fun of the Super Bowl, I, I think at least, is like a Super Bowl party where you go and you know, eat Buffalo chicken dip or whatever and like get drink a lot of beer. That's the fun part of the Super Bowl to me. The fun part is not necessarily uh, sitting around and watching it, which I don't mind, but this year could not. I, and it wasn't even a conscious necessarily a conscious choice I just that day was like I'm not gonna the pregame to me was a little surreal because they always have like
2: the president do an interview before the game
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh and joe and dr jill they're out there saying you know just doing the covid dance Who's like social distance wear a mask do this and then she's like all right let's cut back to tampa florida with yeah. thirty thousand people in. and then a uh, an icu nurse flipped the uh the coin at pregame which is <laughs> it's like se- like the 7500
1: vaccinated healthcare workers you know uh, that's not, okay. not all the people of course a yeah. lot of them were had comped uh, tickets from anheuser-busch which i i well i clocked that guy immediately I do uh, when uh when who's the the who's the the female lenny kravitz that they got like so the uh, Weekend? no not, not not lenny kravitz there was um uh, her h-e-r um yeah okay she she seems like a, uh she's like a uh they, they've rebooted lenny kravitz as a woman like uh she she's a rocker and she shreds um <laughs> Uh, But she, but she dresses exactly like Lenny Kravitz would if she were a woman, if he were a woman. And, um, and, uh, and behind her was a man who like his face was out of frame, but he's doing this with his, the can that's in his hand. He's going like, like making sure it's behind her head. And I'm just like, that guy's got free tickets from Heiser Bush because it's a can, it's a can (laughs) of cut water. The canned cocktails and Anheuser Busch bought them a, a while, like six months ago, and he's like label out, like forcing it into the frame behind her head. I don't know what well she did. America the Beautiful. Sorry, and um, and I'm just like, well, I, I, we know who paid for that guy's seat. <laughs> like I'm, I'm certain he works. For I wish them. I cared
2: about anything that much.
1: Listen, uh, like imagine you know,
2: just being like so enamored with your boss that
1: love, or just loving, loving your brand. I, I, who, who knows that the Cutwater cans might have just bought him a boat for all we know.
3: And when I, when I am drinking out and about, uh, which I haven't done in a long time, but you know, you always I always try to make Good sure cover. the label faces out of my hand, just so people know what I'm drinking and know what I'm about. Uh, Bud Light, Bud Light Lime. Uh, you know, you, you want people to know what you're drinking.
1: But <laughs> like yeah just go, just going down the list of all the different products but a uh, the readers of course we can't forget the readers yeah. and if i'm drinking the readers i want everyone to know
3: mango rita watermelon rita you know every single one you want I, I like them all uh i'm a i'm a mike's hard man
1: hmm.
2: Give me a mike's Hard. oh no i'm sorry oh. twisted tea that was the fucking joke i want to make
1: god damn it. i have let's <laughs> take that again
2: let's take that again
1: <laughs> twisted tea i i <laughs> When I was, like, 19, I threw up from Twisted Tea, and it's one of those things that, like, I, I hold against people when, like, at, at work, if we're, like, doing some tequila tasting, and, and someone's, like, try some tequila, and someone goes, oh, oh no, not, not since college, and I just, like, grow up, but with Twisted Tea, I'm just, like, I won't touch it. I, 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 was I haven't saying, I touched think Twisted Tea in, like, difference. 13 years.
3: <laughs> so there's a, there's definitely a difference between uh, tequila as a whole and the, the specific drink, Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea is uh, a bit more
1: down market than t- even even the average tequila. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Well, Dan, uh, to move us on, you know, we had to do it to you. Let's uh, let's get you to watch a Gridiron Iron Heights episode. Yeah. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. All right, I posted the link in the chat. I started recording again. Let's all uh, let me know when you're in there. Oh, you, in there. you're both in there. All right, let me click right. this guy. And uh, okay, the QB, the off-season QB market ends in chaos.
0: We did it. This city means the world to me. Tampa forever. All right, only thirty more teams to go. Gronk, we're out. But Gronk just bought a house. Just buy another. Look at this guy, a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. Me, I lost a Super Bowl, and two years later, they shipped me off to Detroit with this guy. Woo! Welcome to the Lion King! Have dinner or become dinner! They traded Stafford to LA. God, I hate oh God, the animation the in this. For me, a third and
3: two so ugly. Oh, got
0: a tip. Here's a 2024 first-round pick. Suddenly, the price cool. for a QBA increased even more, which gave one man an idea. Taysom, we're going to drive up the price of quarterback stock. Hello, media. Can I
2: what movie you are we Taysom doing? This is Wolf of Wall Mormon, Street. But also I guess it all has been. Okay. I
0: don't know. Taysom and return the same kick. Well, all right. Taysom to the moon, baby. Lock me in. I got you. No cap. Confusing? Here's Adam left
1: going That's to the, the big bed. short. explain. The Saints are $100 million over the salary cap already, and this year the cap is actually going to get lower for the first time in a decade, so the Saints need to increase Taysom's trade value.
3: You guys are going to make me look good, right? So Taysom is now worth $40 a year. This is Holy Motors. So
1: is the exit interview over?
3: They are making more money than me. We need to impose restrictions. Maybe Taysom is good? No, everything is
2: about money. Oh, the fucking ad in the middle gets me every fucking time.
0: (laughs) So with Taysom rising, the price on more experienced QBs went through the roof. Dang it, deck I got some on my to buy you.
3: This is why you should have extended me earlier, Gerald.
0: Used car, selling a lightly used car, man. I mean, this baby still drives, man.
3: Look, the internet. This one's
2: gonna make me mad. The There's still a fucking camera. minute left of this yet. Watch me. Yeah. Oh my oh. god. Hold the line. They really right, just like so get enamored with the, pre- uh, the premise. Instance, no like, right, and it's just like, wow, we have, I we've thought up uh, 600 jokes, and none like of them are bad, the so they must the all be
3: in. Yeah. Produced but somehow, jet. only at the two minute mark, it some feels like the slowest uh, molasses hurts, like pace. and I feel like or or it it hurts, I'm getting anxious. Like, my heart hurts. This back. Man, I hate this f***ing
0: sport. I need to figure out a way to cover this up. Did somebody say cover up? Urban Meyer? Introducing young kids you don't have to
4: pay. You know you need to pay us now? Whoa, what? This is the last you one! so much for watching
0: this season. It's forgot. It's a shame it has to end. You know what? I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving! The show goes on! Clammy, no, the season actually is over. They can never silence me as long as you all buy Delaware clam shirts in the PlayStation report store! Alright, the clam is belligerent. Send in Timmy. Sure, sure should, should be, be about Timmy! Come on, you f***ing piece of sh
1: Damn, that's comedy. <laughs> Damn, that's comedy. I'm
2: buying you a Delaware clam shirt, Mike. I want
1: to... Where? Where? I, where?
2: I want you to wear it <laughs> to work. I want you to yeah. have one conversation. I, I, I just... Like the inside my heart right now is the 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 thought of you having the first conversation with somebody who recognizes the shirt for what it is. That'd be so
1: sick. Fucking gridiron heights. That would be so, dude. uh, Check out my tattoo. That would actually that would be really cool. I I did that like uh, a couple years ago. um, Before I knew uh, basically, before Barstool sort of rose to prominence. uh, it was during the, uh, the 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 Charles Oakley incident. They made a free Oakley shirt, and I and I'd never been on Barstool before, but I bought that shirt from Barstool, and, uh, and and then like the customers that were really like, "Oh shit, is that a Barstool shirt?" And I would just be like, "Yeah." And then I just went like, "Oh, I think I I like I think I've done something wrong." And, like the people <laughs> then like the people that are asking me, I'm like, I don't think I like them. <laughs> I look like them now. I'm wearing a Patagonia fleece, but well, um, as we've learned from the Barstool Fund,
2: it's hard for right. everybody to be wrong all the time.
1: Barstool just bailed out my favorite bar, so now I got to oh
2: god, bend the knee.
1: That's right. You remember in in the Wire when uh when 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 Karketty wouldn't take the bailout for the city because he was gonna have to stand next to the mayor and mm-hmm. or next to the governor and like talk about how bad Baltimore <laughs> fucked up. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. It's. It would have been great to see Turkey's Nest do that, but, but you know what? They need to eat, so, so Is they it, can't. They're turning it into a barstool, uh, bar barstool <laughs> theme. Oh no!
0: Shut up, Dan.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 yeah that's part of the deal. When you sign off, you, you <laughs> just, barstool just owns 51 percent of the bar forever.
3: Ooh, lots of Saturdays are for the boys. Flags hanging up in the in the windows now. Uh well even if even if there were the the
1: Turkey's Nest has uh as by Williamsburg standards extraordinarily rowdy clientele um it's the it's the last bar in Williamsburg that isn't sponsored by a bank uh so we'll see how it goes but I it's it's awesome in there every Friday or Saturday night in there is just it's hell like
2: I, (laughs) I really enjoy that they're um they're the bar from Daredevil uh when when it was on netflix whenever they had their like local spot it was it was turkey's nest which was my local spot and it wasn't the best show of all time but like i thought that was cool
1: no one no one in that bar is ever being told to calm down like if <laughs> if someone's just fucking losing it inside like no one's saying, like no no one's stepping in it just like he'll wear himself out it's like, one of those
2: it's one of those bars where like they, they just the weirdest rules have been like totally like totally grandfathered into that bar where they serve everything in like movie theater cups. So you can just walk out of the bar with whatever you want. And they like they've had
1: lids and straws on the bar forever. Um like that came well before a year ago. And there was a sign up next to the door that said you weren't allowed to take your drink out. But if you did, no one was going to tell you to come back. One like, time we
2: were, there's a park right across the street in the Karen park. And uh like one of the regular things that, that Mike and I's friends would do was just like, go pop over Turkey's nest and come back and play like can jam in the park. And one time I went there and I bought, it, it's also a, one of those bars that you need to like warn people about, or, or just like, listen, like you might want a margarita. Um, but if you have one, you're going to be fucked up and if you have two you're not making memories anymore like you're going to die um and i went and bought like four of them just to split out among the group and i left my like wallet or my cell phone in there and i went back in i was just like hey i just walked out with four drinks and i left my wallet in here it's like oh brendan there you go man it's like oh okay um i'm gonna leave again
1: you could get the the large margarita for fourteen
3: dollars and that large margarita is thirty-two ounces. Wow. That's a lot tra- so is that <laughs> is that the trajectory of all uh, everything these days? Either you get bought by a bank or you get bought by bar stool? Uh effectively yeah. I mean that that's the way
1: that uh as we get closer and closer to like a uh, uh, total monopoly over everything where people are actively rooting for uh uh at Disney uh things like that where uh, basically, the it, it's you know there's a uh there's like a comment on the on the the soccer subreddit a years ago, um uh, when someone said that they were going to be an NYCFC fan because the um the investment group uh that owns Manchester City and and all that would, uh own would is running NYCFC, and somebody said that because they support. Uh, the Abu Dhabi investment group um, like they have like that's going to be the MLM for them. that fucking rules at rules and, and it was like the com like the r uh, the r slash soccer comment of the year is just like you can't support an investment group mate <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know what and as it turns out like basically Disney within like the last five years and the way that they've managed to suck up so much stuff where like the most unbearable people alive it just like you you actually can You can actually can can, and you don't have to support any pretty good thing. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) I I just I just think it's cool uh, that you can you pick a media conglomerate and then you go and you will die for them.
2: I I think it's just cool that like the thing people like the most about America is the uh, the medical bills tab on GoFundMe and. Now that we can do that with every facet of our life, I feel like this country can really, really take off. Nobody ever has to pay for anything ever again. Just beg strangers. It's good. It's good. I think it's fine.
1: I think it's cool that – you know when Disney Plus got announced, I remember um, that it was – that somebody made some meme – of uh, like a bunch of Disney properties, like carrying out Netflix's coffin. Yeah. <laughs> <And it> was...
2: <laughs> oh, was it like that, who, that, who that cares? like meme, that fucking yeah. meme with the guys carrying the coffin? No, like this Simba?
1: This predated that, but it was just, it was like all the different things that Disney owns were the different pallbearers and the coffin was just labeled Netflix and just like, who who, who would take the time to do this?
3: Hey, as someone who's covering uh, Netflix in twenty twenty one, I'll tell you right now, uh, Netflix is alive and well, and uh, you know isn't isn't exiting the room in a coffin anytime soon. Although I wish they would, I w- I really uh, would prefer that. Not not let carry the Disney the Disney folk, but yeah,
2: uh, you can yeah. have one or the other. You can't have both. Dan. Netflix can die, but Disney's got to kill it.
1: I I stopped. Uh having netflix a few years ago um and i i don't feel like i'm missing a whole lot it seems like everything no that everything new that comes out on it is is immediately forgettable
3: yeah their business model is to create as many uh six out of ten five out of ten movies as possible seems like it right and in the, in the hope that one of them will stick just through sheer you know it's kind of the old uh, like put enough monkeys in a room and they'll type out Shakespeare thing. This is crank out enough movies and maybe one will be good. Um, I mean, they have an a-
2: Oscar like they won Best Picture or Best Director sure. or
3: whatever. They've, yeah, so, like, they it seems to be working. Awards. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess so because they do crank out hundreds and hundreds of pile, steaming piles of dog shit every oh, day. Oh yeah. Um,
2: well, obviously next- their next goal is like some sort of uh, lifetime knockoff. Where they can just have all these a thousand holiday movies, just like well, all the Netflix Christmas movies are going to drop on November fifteenth, and there's forty of them. Have fun.
3: Yeah, they're doing they're doing multiple movies uh, every single week this year, uh, as was announced at the beginning of the year with the right. The Rock, yeah, I, yeah, at least Ryan one Rattles. movie every week, right? Yeah, uh, and so that's what we're doing over at, at Ben Dad's podcast. Haters and building this this year is watching every single one of those. Oh, Oh, God. I'm glad you guys are back. We are five weeks into the year, right? Correct. Five or six. And we have watched almost 10 movies already. Uh, It it is a brutal pace. uh, And it's really it's very taxing. I haven't. Uh, (laughs) Have
2: you guys been posting podcasts? I think I must have missed them. Oh, yeah, you have. Jesus. I've just been watching your Discord and nothing goes on in there. So it's like, yeah, there's no Bangla Dads <laughs> well, podcast going
3: on. We we ditched out of the Discord because our recording bot, this is really fun stuff to talk about. Our recording bot for Discord uh, actually went down at the end of the year last year. And so we, we've moved over to Skype, unfortunately. But I think ah,
2: well, I'm going to leave your Discord channel in.
3: Yes, no, no, nothing going on in there. Um, and I, what was the last thing I want to say? Oh, Netflix is very, very, very focused this year on the international audience. Almost every single one of these movies uh, is being directed by uh, someone from a different country in a different part. of There's a Spanish movie. There's a uh, there's a couple Eastern European uh, movies. There's a uh, Indonesian movie. There's you know, they're, they're really attempting to like hit every single demographic they can this year. Uh, and make just shitty genre riffs on every single type of movie. Yeah, I'm a- looking at
2: your episodes yeah. now. Did you re- did you do a podcast on four movies last time? Y- yes, we did. <laughs> oh, you fucking say <laughs> We watched two and a half minutes of Bleacher Report, and I'm <laughs> furious. You watched six uh, hours of
3: shit. Well, we split uh, up book report style, but I did. W- I did watch three of the movies from that week. Yeah, bad stuff.
1: We are in a great time too, where uh, Netflix can make an incredible amount of money uh, doing this under the guise of diversity in what is actually a cynical marketing
3: ploy oh absolutely and it's not just like that's a cynical marketing ploy it's very clearly to me at least designed to be like big pushes to enter the markets in the, these countries of like now they're, they have like a Spanish movie with like Spanish actors and now they have like uh a polish movie with polish actors and i have an indonesian movie with indonesian like they're really to me it does not read as like diversity at all it reads as like them wiggling their way into every internet like foreign market that they can
2: right yeah no this is don draper behind this this is this is not some like (laughs) altruistic thing
3: no especially if you watch these movies they're just not they're very bad they're very, very bad. Dan, do you have a
2: favorite sports movie or like a sports movie that stands out in your head? Because I know you're not like, and it's funny that this is ostensibly a sports podcast and you don't like yeah. sports, but this is also like the fifth time you've been on. So fuck it, right?
3: <laughs> and I do, I do, uh you know, I loved, love playing sports. I do love basketball, but I, I, you know, even these days it's, it's um I don't know. My favorite sports movie has got to be Hoop Dreams though. Got to be easy. That's okay. like, a, that's like, uh I mean, immediate classic, Love Steve James. His new movie is awesome too. But yeah, I that's easy. Uh Hoosiers I've not seen Hoop Dreams. I've seen Hoosiers. I've not seen Hoop Dreams. Hoop Dreams is is fucking incredible. Really incredible movie. I I can't recommend it enough. Um, but yeah, Hoosiers. Um I don't know. I'm trying to think of a football movie that I like. I think my movies are kind of annoying to me. Like most of them are very good. A sentimentality about them that I don't really appreciate. I think the
2: best thing to say about like football related media. Um, to me is like in the show Friday Night Lights, which everybody loves and I like to it's good, Joe. It's fine. Um, yeah, absolutely. They always talk about Coach Taylor as this like awesome dominant coach, but he has to win. F- so the show is watchable. He has to win every game in the last second. And every game is some <laughs> absolute like razzle dazzle Hail Mary and mm-hmm. the third tier star who doesn't have any friends. Make some beautiful play on the ball. They're like, oh, and they walk off and they win it and they win. It's like if this guy were actually as good (laughs) at this job as they all pretend he is, they would fucking dominate these teams. But every every time they show a game, it's some walk off. Good coaches don't walk off.
1: The advanced metrics would uh, in high school bear that out as well. The event like they would see that, like the pace that they're on is unsustainable. Teams don't come from behind and win 16 consecutive weeks, you know, no, no now uh for this reason um i hate all sports uh movies or uh it, it, all fictional sports anything uh not not good um it, it's it's a, it's a lesser version of the thing you could get for real and obviously you don't get uh, a great or dramatic game every time
3: you turn on a game um there well, that are makes some- the one special, right? That's what makes those exciting games actually exciting. Yeah, yeah. I think you
2: have to put in the thousand hours of like quote work of just like time before you get like that. Like like those Raptors fans in Game Seven against the Sixers, like they earned that over years of pain.
1: Yeah that's all those people that like the the 15,000 people that stood outside the stadium who were just showing up for to for the opportunity to truly go nuts in a group setting which is that uh is irreplaceable like those are that-
2: definitely like the best moments like like as as bad as they always are like when the US men's national soccer team is rolling and they're in the World Cup not rolling cuz are never rolling but like when the World Cup yeah. is on and everybody's like like everybody that you know is on the same team. Like th- that's those are the best moments, honestly. Oh yeah. Like screaming about if only that landed Donovan goal happened later than eight a.m. If that were a <laughs> even <laughs> even noon game, like nobody could even enjoy it. Like like I was half asleep and I. Oh yeah, that I thought about asking this question a while back and I've just forgotten about it. It's just like what is the best sport to. Have on and only look up when the announcer starts going nuts. Like, because I think it's soccer. Like, you can ignore most of a soccer game. And then once the announcer starts picking up the pace a little bit, you're just like, oh, what's going on here? And that's usually as they're firing across into the box. He's like, oh, okay. Oh, hey, they missed. All right, whatever.
1: Well, yeah, that, uh, I agree. That's you true agree? of baseball. That's true of baseball Baseball's as well. Like one. you can always tell. Yeah. Well, uh, baseball, you could also, t- by the sound of the bat, you should know if you need to look up.
2: Right. But it's already too late at that point. If you're waiting for the sound of the bat, by the time you look up, the ball's halfway out of the yard. You know, you want to, you want to get, you want to still see it. You get some of that in soccer, like a nice buildup. Like soccer is yeah. good for the buildup.
1: I agree completely. Uh, there's also, um, I've been, I've, I've been getting into boring sports. Um, uh, like, you're expected... already
2: a soccer fan. What are you fucking
1: talking <laughs> about? I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> can I tell you, like, I, I, I have, there is the channel on the Discord with Mike's boring running videos. I haven't, put, po- there, there are some that are like not even interesting that I just sit and watch. I've watched, like, di- I, I watched the Big Ten cross country, uh, championship, uh, the other day that happened. How like, long weeks does earlier.
3: that take? How long does, does that event last?
1: Um, it's it's like forty minutes of just guys running on grass instead. Like the, I, I I initially I wanted to check it out because I I never ran cross country. Um, I I know that it exists, but I'd actually never seen it in a competitive setting. And I figured it. I always assumed it to be like in the woods or some shit, but it's not. It's just in a field. It's just guys running on grass instead of on a track.
3: And it, I think and it depends where it, it's, it's at because I I've seen cross country go through the woods a few times. It's I've seen, i I've seen it through different, lots of different landscapes. I will say,
1: well, in this case, wherever they were doing the Big Ten Championship, it was like in Indiana or something. Uh, it was not a particularly interesting place. It was basically just grass. Um, there were some, there were some, you know, it, it it was slightly hilly, but not in any remarkable way. Um, it's not like uh, I've watched almost every single documentary about the West, about Western states, um, the hundred mile race uh, through California um and and that the and that that's dramatic landscapes but again it's when people are just running like there's it it, it's hard to even consider it competitive because like you don't ever see two people next to each other (laughs) like they're always like seven minutes apart
2: that's always my problem with racing sports it's like yeah. if you if you win and you're good like there's nobody even like what am i watching i'm just watching like like i remember from my child just lance armstrong just digging up a hill by himself like well okay this is this is cool if you like that sort of thing i suppose
1: the tour de france is great though for uh for for just landscapes they just have a lot of like drone and helicopter shots of yeah. of france uh which it turns out is uh uh quite nice yeah hard to and describe. um it's kind of it's it's also landscapes.
3: That's kind of what I like about it, F well. uh, one also... like as well is the landscapes and the the places they're uh, racing around is is usually uh because I I like you said like time trials I can't really uh, doesn't really matter to me you know but it's cool to just see the car fly through the cool area you know
2: I mean that's honestly the best part of most Olympics as well yeah yeah um. Going back to my my question yeah, the, from before, uh, oh, going sorry, through go a city. Uh, going back to my question no, from before, I think I think my favorite my favorite yeah I got to plow right through you. Uh, <laughs> my, my favorite sports movie I think is Moneyball because it's about like mm. which is pathetic to me because Aaron Sorkin has like a writing credit in that and I have really just uh, hated Sorkin for most of this last like two year stretch, but. Moneyball because it's about not like the the last two years, the actual like game. Yeah, I was pretty indifferent to him before, but like, you know, you got nothing but time to listen to the West Wing thing lately. Um, Yeah, because Moneyball is about like behind the scenes, I think, is why I I, I like it as my favorite sports movie. It's not about just like, oh, the grit and determination. It's like, hey, we're going to try we're going to try this math thing and see if it works.
3: Yeah, it's much more of a, uh, they de- depersonalize it in an interesting way where, yeah, you're right, most sports movies are about like the t- one or two stars of the team coming together to save the day, to put them over the top at the end. Um, yeah, I agree. I think I think that sort of, those sorts of themes in movies are kind of boring because like you said, it's like the joy of uh, of exciting game of uh, football or basketball or whatever is... In, in the spontaneity of it and like the. Yeah, right. Know, we the, watched the, the game. Movie, we already saw it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and Mike doesn't like sports movies. So, you know, what are you going to do
3: No, But More like I, a single
1: I've, sports I've, movie. Oh no, I don't he think never so. has,
2: he never has to think that long about anything.
1: Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think if there's any that I that I enjoy or like go back to. I mean, like, well, like a. Uh, Ho- hoop dreams though is a documentary like that. Uh, yeah. you know, but so that doesn't that, that doesn't count. Like that's great, but it, it's a, it's a documentary. Um, I've never seen uh uh I've never never seen Senna, uh, which everyone says uh a
3: documentary or, pretty so, great movie. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've I've only heard that that's fantastic. Um, so I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the Maradona documentary, which I believe the same guy made. Mm-hmm. Um, but a- as far as like any. Uh, no, not really. There's, there's, I, I've seen it done better in real life. Although obviously I can't, um, uh, make it happen. You just have to, you just have to hope it's good. Yeah. But whatever. Um, but I also started watching. Um, uh, Brendan and I have expanded into into cycling now. I've been watching uh uh, cycling videos as well. Um,
2: is this because you got a city bike?
1: Uh, part well yeah I'm on a bike now i got to know do what you it's like
2: all about. do you like uh what's the narrative running through your head as you're, <laughs> you're like riding your city bike like what's going on man
1: um I, I for the most part i'm just i'm just happy to be on the bike, you know it, it's uh it, it's i thought i was gonna die for so long that i uh that I just never got on a bike um I assumed that I would immediately be killed by a truck. Uh, because all you see is stories in Gothamist every day that a cyclist is killed by a truck. Um, but uh, but as it turns out, there's uh, quite a lot of protected bike lanes, and uh, you can ride in them uh, w- with not a care in the world. Obviously, like if people are turning left, you have to be a little aware of that. But I mean, the only problem in Manhattan
2: is going east-west. North-south is usually pretty good. You're on those big avenues with those very like wide bike lanes that are like as wide as like uh almost as wide as an entire lane for a car but east west there's nothing you just gotta like use guile
1: yeah those are shared which means that you don't have a bike lane it just means that there's a thing a painting in the road of a bike that a car is supposed to pay attention to just in case um but uh uh no i i've uh i, I rode over the williamsburg bridge last night uh i'm uh it's cold I'm, I'm, bro yeah it's yeah. really
2: cold the bike especially when you get those hills going on those bridges yeah.
1: well i luckily i wore track pants to work yesterday so uh I had, the thin flexi- pants. I had the flexibility they're thin but you know you're moving
3: your your thighs build up a lot of heat when you're uh, when you're pedaling a bike do you wear gloves and a i i would have to like if i'm biking around this weather, i need like full face protection too like well goggles. Mike wears the
2: mask he's a good new yorker
3: <laughs> i was wearing uh gloves i i actually didn't
1: wear a hat yesterday uh and i, I was fine 30. Um, it was, it was about thirty degrees. It's not that. Oh, bad. it's not that bad over there. Yeah. No. Um. If, if it got if it gets below that, like, um, if it's under twenty, like, um, I can't usually I I like ride hard enough to get my heart rate up to get my body heat up enough yeah. that mm-hmm. my hands aren't in all horrible pain. Like, um, it, it's about a mile and a half from uh from work down to my girlfriend's apartment and I'll usually take a a city bike there, but if it's, it, uh, it'll be about eight o'clock. And if, if, yeah, if it's under 20, um, and the wind is going, like I, I'm in agony by the time I get there.
2: So what's the narrative going through your head when you're riding these bikes? Mike? <laughs> no, you know, I I, I just I'm like just think cool. about me in high school when I was like walking through the hallways. I'd always like to pretend I was like a running back and like weave throughout people and like yeah. use like a lead Hitting blocker. Mike holes. is just like imagining, imagining like it's like I'm all by myself. I'm alone out front. You know, got the lead. Got to keep pedaling. Got to keep pedaling.
3: Those things have a
1: motor on them, don't they? No, they have a surprise. Little, Some of them. Some do. I I've only ridden one of the. Uh, it's it's pedal assist. Um, yeah, which, which I is also best, assume that's be the way to go. That that's the me. best one. Uh, oh yeah. When, when um, I had you, city you bike over. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna, the the Williamsburg Bridge is a it's 160 feet of incline, um, and it, it's I uh, I don't know the, the exact uh degree of that like hill from Manhattan towards Brooklyn on that side. Um, but on on with the pedal assist ones it's not effortless but like you don't have to you put out like 10% of the effort that you would if you were just on the regular bike where that that it it's work um yeah but, the
2: city bikes are heavy they're tough to get up a hill
1: yeah but it's uh um i'm 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 uh adapting to it but no there's no narrative in my head about like me uh uh being out ahead you know or or going you know uh going
3: through the alps or something you know okay uh, uh i don't
1: believe you i
3: don't know i you think you're like jordan goes joseph gordon joseph George, George, oh, George joseph, joseph gordon levitt in that one movie where he's a little uh delivery biker around new york no because that's chase more, or whatever more, one because that's like <laughs> that's
1: exactly what i would <laughs> never do um I'm, uh, I'm extraordinarily cautious by nature mm. so i would not uh you wouldn't want
2: to ride your bike up any steel
1: rebar no, I don't. Uh, I I don't like ever weave between traffic. Uh, there with like uh, there, there's some snowbanks and like construction going down Second Avenue. Wicked um, jumps. So I had to like for like four blocks, had to just ride with the cars going down Second Avenue last night, and that didn't feel good at all. Um, so the guys who ride against traffic and just weave between cars, uh, like that's good. Good for them. No, I I I cannot not interested
2: uh i always have a lot of respect for the guys who just like go to the left lane when the one lane of traffic like there's a red light and he just like goes all the way around just like wow well, yeah you got balls man
1: that like i i, I don't want to uh it, it's probably generally the the fault of truck drivers and, and bus drivers but like there's plenty of people who you see just like blow through red lights and shit where you just go like good luck with that like <laughs> you know like there's um. I I'm, I'm not going to victim blame every cyclist death however <laughs> oh god <laughs> but I've but like you watch some of the shit that people do and just go like well you know what we'll we'll see we'll see how long you can keep <laughs> riding like that <laughs> like um I, I, I I'm sticking to the bike lanes I'm going slow and on a city like you can't go that fast uh Strava tells me the fastest I've ever gone is 20 miles an hour <laughs> which is, uh, uh and that's, that's downhill. So, um, am um, uh, uh, it could, um, I'm as safe as it gets. Apart from the fact that I don't own a helmet, I should get around to that. It's important. Very I, important. Guess. I guess. Um, I don't right. want to be thrown off a bike without a helmet, but I, I also hope to not be thrown off a bike. I got uh, stuck behind an incident on, on North ninth. I was coming home tonight and, uh, there seemed to be some, uh, argument over a parking spot. Uh, where someone was getting called racist, and I, uh, I didn't get a great look at him, but I'm inclined to agree.
2: Uh, we're not. We've we, we we've we've kind of hit the end of this, and I wanted to bring up this Mark Cuban thing, which oh, I, yeah. I I find so funny uh, uh, that funny. that that he announced that he wasn't going to play the national anthem at Mavs games anymore, <laughs> and then just the next day
3: the NBA came out I was like, yeah, the NBA was yeah, it's very not quick they not were very happen. quick on the draw on that I, i'm it's very funny because it reminds me of like uh, it's like such a high school situation of like someone being like yeah i'm not going to do the pledge of allegiance and then just like the whole class like starts to evolve um <laughs> I, I was surprised though that i mean i guess both surprised and not surprised that the nba was so quick to shut that d- down i guess or start it back up <laughs> not shut it down um yeah i guess i was what i wonder what like I know why,
2: obviously. Is there anybody in the crowd in Texas? I'm not even sure. Like if there's nobody in the crowd, I don't what's think- the fucking point, dude?
1: I don't know. Um I don't think so. I'm not paying attention close enough to know. Uh but the uh it, it is it is very funny to have it gets shut down immediately if they just didn't announce anything about it they could have just quietly done it like yeah, that nobody they would have ever never noticed. would have been a thing if they just didn't say that they were doing it and then as soon as they said they were doing it the answer was the fuck you are and um <laughs> but hey we got it, it gets the ball rolling on the conversation about why do we need to do this you know uh stan van gundy said like if you're gonna play the anthem before every game you gotta play it before every movie or concert which I'm sure there are some people who'd be like on un- the that like the the usually you see the leftist uh, thing that's just like unironically this. Um, I'm sure the Stan Van Gundy comment would just be like, yeah, it should. We should be we should be standing for the anthem before every movie because we should all be grateful that we're in America where because you can't even watch movies in other countries.
3: There should be a flyover of like a, a Black Hawk and a couple jets, you know, before every single if a B two bomber.
1: Yeah. If, <laughs> If I go to see Muse and a B two bomber doesn't fly <laughs> over first, then I'm I'm leaving.
2: I want to fly over it, Ellie. Every elementary school, yeah, every day, yeah. Take your hats off, kids. Uh, the man's about to fly over.
3: That's that's the sound of freedom.
2: I there it is, right there. That's our. That's not the crushing yoke of oppression at all. I promise. That's not the last sound you'll ever hear. How long you does need this? Your
3: guns. <laughs> How long does a national anthem singing take usually? It's about a two-minute song, right?
1: Yeah, around two minutes. There's usually, like, that's a a common prop bet for every Super Bowl is that there's an over-under on the length of the anthem, although I'm not sure what the number typically is. It is longer than it needs to be.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: It's, I've said this before, a shitty anthem. It's a bad song. It's not catchy. Like, it's pathetic that, like, actual professionals, like, forget the words like actual like like legit singing professionals because it's a bad song that doesn't really make any sense it's just a fucking poem that we I just like say, started playing stuff under
3: it's yeah, bad there are parts of it you know th- of course there the the climax of it is is pretty good but everything else in there is so boring and so not even musically interesting and um you know it takes uh, I'd say it takes too long. So I'd say you got to let's shorten this thing down to like 10 seconds max.
2: My thing has always been, uh, and while I, I support, like I'm not religious at all. I just want to, I just want a banger of a national anthem. It should be God bless America. It's a, it's a better song. It's catchier, say faster. It's, a
3: song. it's not, I wouldn't say it should be the anthem though. It's, it's still not, it's still not interesting enough. I think the anthem should be probably wordless. It should probably just be. The sound of a jet going over that going over (laughs) your house.
2: (laughs) The ding of a like a done toaster oven.
1: (laughs) Now, I I think most anthems have words. I mean, like uh, generally like at a at World Cups, uh, they're always just playing a recording of the instrumental and like the players and the fans will sing along, but they don't bring somebody out to to sing the anthem.
2: Uh, the uh, words to the french national anthem uh make me disagree with you uh, violent. Your, your, it's like it's th- it's talking about like like sowing your fields with the blood of your yeah, enemies the bl- yeah the blood yeah the
1: blood with our enemies of furrow our fields yeah At rules. and the marseillais yeah and, and it it slaps as well it uh uh it's it's a very rousing song
2: It's like it it also reminded me of that thing, and uh, it's not often I have to give this disclaimer on the show, but I'm certainly not a white nationalist before I say this. Um, Prove it. But I'm about to do the opposite of proving it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've I've said for – since I heard that it was like one of their things, I was like, ah, it's – uh, it's it's a shame that kkk got the blood and soil before normal people did because that that seems like a cool it's thing two to say. cool
1: words together yeah yeah it's that's a, a shame. cool
2: thing to say blood and soil and like oh no, you're wearing hoods okay. so what no.
3: was i mean i saw his like statement on but what do we think like cubans like actual like drive to do this was? i
2: think he's trying to run for president i think he wants to be president so
3: i've heard that i read that but that that can't be true. That would be a very
1: antithetical to trying to be president. Joe Biden would never. No, say No, I disagree. Get rid of the, I think I he's found
3: them. just in the way that
2: uh, Trump found his niche. I think that there is a big niche of people in their niche in the of people in this fucking country that are just sick of it. That like like when Joe Buck and Troy Aikman came out and said just like yeah, it's a big waste of fucking money. They didn't True. lose their jobs. Half the no, people who heard that when, like, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Like, yeah. I think there's – and I think Cuban is smart enough to realize it. And I think he's also smart enough to realize that if he runs as a Republican who says that sort of shit that can attract Democrats, he's got a good chance.
3: That's a wild proposition. Just the idea of Mark Cuban running this country is like really – I mean it's so funny because – the these two guys these past two uh the presidents are also in that realm of like i can't believe this is the fucking guy so i guess it makes sense in a way that mark cuban just what a yeah i don't know man that makes me kind of feel weird because even beyond donald trump it's like you know donald trump had his own reality show mark cuban was just one of the heads on on shark tank you know
2: right yeah yeah, yeah. um i i think that cuban has Big goals, I think that pe- a lot of people really like businessmen, and he's a much better businessman than Donald oh, yeah. Trump. Like, a thousand times the businessman Donald Trump is, in, like, actual serious terms. Um, I Yeah, I think he has aspirations that lead that sort of way, but, like, why would he ever admit it? Like, as soon as you admit it, people start polling and running against you. If you just keep saying, it's yeah. like, nah, no, 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 no thanks.
1: Watching the Democrats run attacks on him that he tried to stop playing the anthem where they like they try to make themselves the party of the flag (laughs) or whatever would be so funny
3: i think he's a republican proposition
1: i think he's a republican
3: Uh, everybody with money
2: is is pretty much a republican aren't they unless they're on the flight logs
1: well yeah uh, but i also think that uh with you know neoliberal politics make it so that like doesn't they, matter it's it can, they can be democrats it's fine like uh when i, I was just watching a, a shark tank the other night where a bunch of them were in washington with obama and they were they were fucking thrilled
3: they're having the time of their life taking pictures with obama granted
1: much has changed
3: i could i could see him maybe i can't see president right off the bat i could see him doing a senate run maybe nothing i don't I awesome think he's too I time. think he's
2: too rich to give a shit about being a senator and earning his I guess keep.
3: that's true I guess that's true Like
2: take a big swing or don't fucking play
3: Governor, no. maybe governor of a state
2: of, of what state, Texas,
1: Mark Cuban, senator or governor of Texas. I think Run that against if he ran, Cruz?
2: I think that if you were, well, uh, I, I just don't Mark think Cuban, he would, if
1: he were like, a Democrat, you can
2: get squeezed as a senator. You can get squeezed oh, as, yeah. like the most oh, liberal yeah. Republican senator, the most conservative Democrat like Joe Manchin is yeah. getting squeezed right now. What's his name from Arizona? Um, The guy who like pretended to cry during Brett Kavanaugh's hearing. Uh, he got squeezed too. Like, there's a lot of pressure to being like that guy who's trying to be seen as a renegade in the Senate. There's yeah. once you're elected president, it's fucking over.
1: I think. Uh, I, I I think even if it, with his more libertarian uh, leanings. Um. Uh, oh no, Cuban was a uh, apparently a a big Hillary supporter and said he'd vote for okay. Biden.
2: I think that like if you were going to run for governor or senator. In Texas, he also said that he Democrat. also
1: was he also was quoted as saying Biden and Trump aren't, quote, best and brightest in US. So, um, no, he, he is a uh, his his Wikipedia lists him as a as as an independent. But um, and he. Uh, oh, wait, you know what? You go back in 2017 Business Insider, he said that he would probably run as a Republican right. at, yeah. in 2017, yeah. although he was a vocal Hillary supporter. I don't know. Well, now they're the Republican brand. The, the Republican just, brand is is not good right now, right, right. It's divided. Um, not a good thing to hit your wagon
3: to.
2: Because like you can be a Mitt Romney Republican, but they're or, or like a Liz Cheney Republican, but they're the Q people are just going to come find you.
3: Yeah, I, I would have to imagine he'd run as a Democrat, even though he would run as a Hillary Democrat, right? Of that. Sp- like you said, oh, people would like love no, it. I, I don't know. I think the MSNBC some, like, like,
1: like uh, brain poison. people, they would go nuts from our and They would yeah. they immediately. No, but like, I
2: also think he's seen where like some of this shit has gone wrong. Like this country is inarguably like slowly and it's obviously going to have to take some some more blood and soil. If you want. Um, But like w- Medicare for all is like a, like a 70 percent, 60 percent position now. And the people who are like like sixty percent in favor, and then like the yeah. questionable ones are like twenty. The people who are hard no or like low twenty percent like like if you ran as like I'm gonna run this country like a business, and you also said stuff like, But there's some things in this country that can't be run as a business, like healthcare, like like police, like this and that, like oh, schools, yeah. like you have to lose money. Like I I'm just making up stuff for him and I'd vote for him. Like, like it wouldn't t- it doesn't take that much to get like the progressive left, in my opinion, on your side, because we've just been eating table scraps for so long that if somebody came in, and was just like, yeah, like big business, Wall Street. Sure. I like all these things. Um, but, you know, we should have Medicare for all because it makes the most sense. And like, like, yeah, I'd vote for that. I'd vote for anybody that offered me Medicare for all. And they know that. Yeah, Cuban, it's sad. It's listening. fucking sad. Everybody stop talking there. It's fucking Brennan, pathetic.
1: Brendan has completely talked himself into Mark Cuban.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for Cuban. A,
1: a hypothetical Cuban president. I'm moving past
2: Cuban. I want Kevin O'Leary, baby. <laughs> Give me Mr. Too, Wonderful. Too
1: bad, bitch. He's Canadian. He can't yeah, be president. I, uh, well,
2: apparently, he wanted to run for president of Canada, or he did. He like uh, dipped his toes in. Well, you don't know uh, what you like talking a,
1: about because they have prime ministers. So. Fuck.
2: Fuck made a fool of me. That's right. Um, yeah, President President Mark Cuban. I'm ready, baby.
1: Well, that's why – like, that's – uh. The, there you go. So it, the, many worst-case scenarios can be avoided. There it reason, is. Can I just start
3: on the prediction? Yeah, absolutely. Yes.
1: Please hold me to that.
3: 2028? 20, uh, One sec. 2028. I, Republican candidate? If he runs, Dwayne, he's running 20.
2: in 24. If he runs, he's running in 24.
3: Because I don't think Joe
2: Biden's going to run for, again.
3: Dwayne The Rock Johnson versus Mark Cuban. Oh, that's,
2: and who's the Republican there? Who knows? Who Mark
3: Human, Democrat. The Rock's a Republican.
2: You think the Rock's a Republican?
3: That'd be oh, so sick. God. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. That would be American turmoil right there. Uh, God. Gonna, I you, 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 QAnon supporters, you shut your mouth. <laughs>
0: shut up bitch shut up bitch <laughs> that's how he that's, that's how the
2: q and I gets gets put down once the rock tells him to shut up bitch
1: <laughs> once whoever
0: once,
1: once once whoever the most progressive candidate uh, is out um and then aoc has to be the good soldier and like start telling people that like uh d- like dwayne johnson is going to be the most progressive president in american history <laughs> Like that. That's the that is the funniest possible thing that can happen. When when yeah, when she's just got like (laughs) when she's just got a job to do and says that we have in order to get anything done, it's important we have to elect president. We have to vote for the rock. (laughs) If if we have president Mark Cuban, none of the none of the things that we want will be possible.
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) She's like. But uh, I, I don't know if we can ever see an AOC presidency. We're we're some ways off, I think. Um but but I do uh I do think believe, she'll run. I do believe that um she does gradually over the course of several years need to change her voice because she does have a bad speaking voice. But I think much the way that Iggy Pop did, it's entirely possible to change your voice and have people totally accept it. Iggy pop didn't used to talk like that. He you know, he just and then, like, gradually over time, he just decided to start doing his version of, like, a Sinatra impression. And everyone just goes, and it's like, yeah, he's so cool.
2: Um, the more I think but, about like, the Mark Cuban thing. Oh, I thought you were done. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh, no, I think. Whereas, like, Steven Seagal, no one accepts it because he did it too fast. Steven Seagal, when he started talking, when he started uh, to. Started talking like this. No, that's the that's the Batman voice. That's not what he sounds like. You just added yourself as someone who's never fucking heard Steven Seagal speak in the last nah, ten I'm years. Nah, I'm just I'm just drunk. He uh um Steven Seagal talks in like a a, a gruff old black man voice. He's like, you want not tell me how to use my snapper rifle, you motherfucker? Like and just like and just like I've I've heard you talk before, man. Like I know that you don't it's like. Uh, They they talked about it a lot, all the the many uh, uh, like Chapo episodes about um, about Steven Seagal and about how he films all of his movies sitting down. He's just shooting people from the driver's seat of a car. (laughs) But um, but yeah, you you can't do it. You can't do it suddenly. Then again, also, I think uh, AOC has slightly more credibility than Steven Seagal. It's up for debate.
2: Oh boy, that was a tough comparison. Um, I think we're going <laughs> to end it there. I, th- I think we're going to end it there. I uh, I feel really good about my Mark Cuban prediction. He's on the right side of Wall so. Street bets. He's on the right side of Medicare mm-hmm. for all. He's on the right side of a lot of things, and he can't wait to enhance the surveillance state to stop Antifa.
1: Does um, he actually support Medicare for all, or is that or,
3: or... he would if he ran? You're just a, you're you're yeah, definitely. Just assume you're gonna vote for him, and he's never say a single word about it. And you'll be the whole time going, "Yeah, he supports it, doesn't he?" I just want Mark Cuban to send me like a thousand dollars.
1: He God, there's yeah. he actually all of his opinions are very quickly available if you Google them. uh, He says yeah. he he plan his plan would call for individuals or families making 400 percent of the federal poverty level to uh or less uh to get free healthcare by a single payer.
2: That's a small small step for a populist. uh, I feel pretty good about this. I'm, I'm <laughs> certainly superimposing some stuff. Also, for the record, I feel like I should say this: I don't like Mark Cuban. I don't like him. I think he's—I think he's an asshole. I want to yeah. say that for the record. Um, he is—he is certainly just position positioning himself. But uh, you know, he's got a lot of money. We also saw Mark—Mike Bloomberg did with that. There's there's space if you have money. And with that, we're gonna end this week. Uh, Dan, would you like to plug anything?
3: Sure. Uh, it's the five year anniversary of BengalDads.com. Five years. Um, so we have wow, we're pulling some uh live shows out of the vault and putting them up on SoundCloud. That's really exciting. You can hear me uh mess up DJing live if you would like to. That's at the end of the mix I uh just posted today from Dance, Dance, Romance, two years ago, uh, out in the cold what wow. went wrong uh it's late in the night and i'm drunk and i'm trying to i'm taking over for neil neil is ending his set and i'm taking over and i for i was too drunk and i couldn't uh get the mix down and so i just paused the song and i say <laughs> saying to the microphone yeah i couldn't really get it to work and i just start playing the next song uh so if you want to hear great great djing uh tricks like that yeah like sorry everyone sorry that
1: dj is the beginning of a a passion fruit by drake just doing that hold up hold up hold up (laughs) just
3: exactly (laughs) oh we got some other great could have used you
1: for that he could have used you for that
3: (laughs) i wish man uh god's plan uh we got some other great stuff coming out uh pdf zine type thing some videos i'm in a film festival this weekend uh Flat Earth Film Festival, my new movie is premiering. If you got Instagram, you can stream it on there. Uh, other than that, that's all. That's all sorts of shit. Oh, yeah. uh, Mike, end the show. Uh,
1: the show is over. Um, you can uh, follow everyone on Twitter, and we're going to provide yeah. links for that uh, that Brennan's going to put in the show notes. Yeah, so um, maybe
2: don't say we so quickly, you know? It
1: just uh, seems
2: like it's just funny to me, I we're,
1: guess we're uh going to the, the the show rolls on uh we've decided to become a relentless force um uh, we are going to uh win by attrition uh we're going to grind mm. down most other podcasts um and, and we're going to become successful by never going away that's the big plan it's uh are we uh going to get better ideally but we can't promise that sure. <laughs>
2: uh sorry. ideally we don't promise I'm sorry
1: but but plenty of people uh you know you uh, like people say half of uh you know uh half the job is showing up and we're just <laughs> we're just gonna keep on putting episodes <laughs> We're just gonna keep on putting episodes out every week and uh and eventually other people will uh the, they'll give up There'll the uh, a, a power vacuum will open some last man standing
2: We're doing uh, We're fucking short squeezing the hell out of the podcast sports
1: podcast market. A powerful show will disappear one time and there will be who's ready.
2: I mean, right now, our numbers are down short, but we're getting squeezed and shorted and shorted and shorted. And every time you download this show, you're just this is going to pop, baby. Opportunities are
1: opportunities are seldom perfect. But if you're if you're not ready, they might not come again. Tiki Barber said that in a Cadillac commercial. And and, it, and and it's true for this show, and it's uh, true for the NFL, presumably, and for uh, buying a Cadillac.
2: All right, before he keeps going, see everyone next week.
3: Thanks, guys.